In this episode, Bill joins us and takes the deep dive into bolt action as he fields his Bonkos Bastards for the first two games. Let's check it out. Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 32 of Trident Wargaming. I'm your host, Andy, and with me today is Bill. How's it going, guys? Hey, hey, hey. So this is a pretty special moment for us, considering this is the uh, uh, first time Bill will be joining me on the Bolt Action uh, episodes. Yes. So, Yay! The stars <laughs> have aligned. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So... As you can tell, it's 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 a bolt action episode, and uh, yeah, we got some interesting things to go over in this episode. Um, right off the bat, uh, just so guys are aware that uh, Bill has actually gotten two games of bolt action in. Finally, um, we've been planning this for a while, but with you know restrictions and whatnot, we weren't able to. And now we could. So um, super excited. <laughs> as you can, might tell but uh we had some some fun times playing the two games and uh we'll go over it here of course but first uh i guess we'll kind of go into our hobby progress and and whatnot that we've been doing so we've been up to bill oh man the list the list goes on and on um it's been it's been busy. Uh, I'm still chipping away on some side projects, but I am gearing up to get my uh, my bolt action American army done. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's going to be a feat for sure. I've uh, got quite a few infantry, about forty ish, to get rolling, and a, uh, a tank as well, the uh, M18, and nice. also a M3 uh, armored car. Yeah, transport. transport. Yep. Uh, um, track pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, as far as that's been going, it's it's basically just kind of gathering resources and getting all my paints together, making sure I have enough wash. Because you know, once you once you kind of kick off and start, you don't really want to stop <laughs> mid production, right? You don't want to lose momentum. No, for sure that is true, especially when. Uh... Especially when sometimes it's hard to get a hold of some of the product, as we've seen in the past. Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, for sure. Earlier in the year, it was like that. But, um, but yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. Uh, I know uh, we've talked about that before, mm -hmm. too. I know I've, for myself, I've, uh, of course, just like Bill, multiple projects. But um, for Bolt Action, the Winter Germans that I've been talking about uh, just got some MMG teams built up and some observers. So just the little, uh, little detailed units that I need to fill in into my, uh, my theater selectors and whatnot. So got them built, uh, pretty much got to get them primed and ready to start painting. So they're next on the docket. And, um, I think I have another stug and maybe a Panzer four to, to add on to that, uh, to that army as well. So, uh, I have options, especially with the two theaters that I've been looking into. 
so from the uh, Stalingrad campaign book. But um, yeah, other than that, uh, oof, just other games, of course, and then uh, oh yeah, and then the Wednesday night games that we've been doing here at the local shop. So just yep. trying to keep that going, organizing that, being the sergeant all there, right? So it's been pretty good. We had a good turnout there. Um, yeah, it was bumping. I think we had what we had like eight players last time and uh i think i had about maybe two guys kind of walking through checking things out asking questions so yeah it's good to see it's it's strong and uh, i know there was other players that you know they're wanting to come down just other engagements so definitely uh definitely at least 10 guys for sure able to to round up so yeah, that's pretty cool and a lot of new guys you know, yourself included, Bill, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's awesome. <laughs> well, it is. It, it's pretty. Uh, it is pretty cool to jump into the um, like a newer community and um, you know, uh, kind of see how everything works and all the quirks and what guys are playing what. And uh, it, it's definitely yeah. It's uh, it is cool to jump in and see all the different armies. And, you know, get ideas for my own forces as well, right? Because I'm looking at some of the way they, they're building and kind of curious as to why they're using what they're using. And I know as the time goes on, I'll be able to start, you know, kind of chiming in a little bit more and asking some more questions. Just I have a, a slight grasp, you know, of the uh, rule set so far. And it's it's been good so far rolling nice. those dice. Nice. <laughs> Except even you can't even hit with snipers either, so uh, it's no. <laughs> it's the curse, the sniper yeah. curse. Um, but speaking of like the games, yeah. So uh, you know, kind of first impressions. Um, you know, how was your first two games? What did you think of it? It was pretty decent. Um, I played the bully and uh... <laughs> <laughs> the bully uh, commissar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, it was actually, it was really good. I definitely enjoyed um, the the games themselves, obviously. But it was, uh, it was a very cool um, time just learning the new system. Um, it mm-hmm. does have some, I want to say, I guess, similarities um, between a few of the other games, like uh, Battletech, for instance, with the modifiers for hitting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I found the alternate um, activations, I thought it was going to be really kind of like one-sided and not, not as good as it is, but it it turns out that it it is balanced out. Um, And I found you're definitely, you're looking two or three turns ahead. This is like chess and checkers. And I, I found my initial thing is I need to do or activate the squad that I need to get the most performance out of first because if I wait, that squad might be dead. Yeah. And if I get the activation again with the dice, awesome. Then I can proceed with my plan. But I always try and make it a one and done and try to like, you know, live for the moment kind of thing. <laughs> and that's it. It might be super aggressive. It might be, you know, maybe not the most tactically sound choice, but in my mind, I'm trying to cause a lot of damage or at least, at the very least, make you react to what I'm doing. Yeah. 
and uh it's yeah it's it's been a lot of fun though um you know sometimes you get two or three dice in a row and you're like oh this is awesome and then sometimes you're on the receiving <laughs> end where you're getting no dice and the guy's got four and you're like oh god just make it stop right so no for sure it's uh there's a lot of a lot of different little things about the game that really as a new player but as being a veteran a war gamer like yourself right you know you come into the game thinking okay it's an, it's a new game there's probably going to be some different mechanics but it's probably going to be similar to stuff i played and then the one moment i remember you were you know whipping up the the measuring table I'm like okay so there's no pre-measuring <laughs> yeah i'm like okay <laughs> let me just take a quick peek here he's like yeah okay so you can't actually pre-measure and i'm like oh okay because right? we're so used to that now. like yeah. it, it's funny because we came from like warhammer where you couldn't measure that distance right and then all of a sudden stuff started changing where now you can pre-measure and then you go to bolt action it's like yeah no slap the hand like you can't do that right yeah. um but you know in, in all fairness there's obviously ways that you could mitigate that and like if you know your range is on the table just by pinpointing it with your eyes then you know you've been playing this for way too long and you know, you know? yeah <laughs> let's be real most uh war gamers are almost uh part-time carpenters yeah you can eyeball 24 <laughs> inches pretty good uh, the length of my elbow to the tip of my hands is about 18 inches yeah yep. so um but yeah like getting back to it being the veteran player you know there's a couple different things that that happen and like comparing that to the other games that we played, like Horus Heresy, like 40k, BattleTech, you know, um, I'm sure with a lot of the different units and a lot of different ways they're played, you probably kind of looked at them and thought, okay, these are okay, or oh, this is really good. And then when playing the actual game and seeing how they work, your your opinion probably changed slightly, right? so it, like it did on I, some on some units for sure yeah because like i threw i threw i tried to the army i built i ended up throwing against you a, a bunch of different types of units you know a sniper a mortar team a flamethrower team a, you know a, a tank with howitzer and, and then some different grades of infantry and stuff right yeah. um so yeah so like because i know in your army you know you, you had you had a, a decent amount of infantry and then you had your uh, your sherman and yep. um you also had your air observer on your first army that you you made and whatnot bazooka team yeah so yeah just kind of going through like playing the game and seeing what units can do and seeing how the game plays and how the terrain works how like how easy was it for you to to kind of adapt to to the game itself compared to what you're used to because there was no save like there's no there's no armor saves right no no Stuff there like isn't that, right so maybe it uh it went i think it went fairly well i think i got a decent grasp of the uh mechanics especially that second game about halfway through i could definitely feel okay i kind of have an idea what i'm wanting to do i know what you know i'm looking at on the board um it, it it definitely taking you know the all-around army with a lot of different options just to see how it all works and then obviously yourself 
taking an army that had a little bit of everything did help a lot. Um, it gave me some good exposure uh, where I found, you know, like Air Observer, even though the Americans get some pretty sweet rules with them and you can, you know, uh, call in a shot twice. Double down. Uh, you know, when you're rolling like I am and the skies are empty <laughs> for majority of the game, not you know not my favorite um i learned that mortar team very good sniper team not so good uh mmgs awesome uh flamethrowers scary as hell and kill kill and stay away like keep that 15 inch bubble or eyeball it as much as you can because uh i got punished so (laughs) yeah no it's uh had to show you how those things work but oh you did you but, did but um and it's funny because you mentioned you know mortar teams and the snipers and, and whatnot and a lot of guys would be the opposite way around right they'd yeah. be like mortar teams are meh. literally hit or miss obviously it literally is um and there's guys who like sniper teams right because they can pay off you know uh fixed teams gunner and that's it or the gun itself and that unit's dead but yeah in in these games where you see like on the second game like my mortar team landed that hit a couple times and it was like oof, and that's just a medium mortar if i had a heavy mortar like that whole squad would have been wiped you know yeah it it definitely was uh that was kind of a spot where i was i was kind of hooped the squad had i think four or five pins on it and it was either try and move and go down or just rally and i'm like they're gonna die but you know being a dice game sometimes Mm -hmm. the dice gods are on your side so i decided to rally and then i was punished with artillery (laughs) and uh it it happened but you know i think you know taking that chance is always is always worth it especially at that point in the game um uh running regular infantry as well right my uh that's right. My actual American army there. And then playing against the veteran like infantry, huge difference. Uh, veterans are very hard to kill yeah. and take a long time. You know, I, I think I think you have to approach a veteran squad a lot differently and try and almost bully it as much as you can with your army uh, early on because, yeah, if they're allowed to run around and go rampant, they can take a lot of firepower and it was it was surprising how much they actually were able to do yeah especially when like you have everything to consider too you know if, if the guy is using you know building a building for um hiding in and, and using that extra protection rule you know now they're even tougher right yeah but um again you know uh, we both had veterans on our in our armies and yeah it was it's they're hard you know not to crack they when, are when you're using that cover when you're using um jumping from terrain to terrain and trying to get that bead on the the opponent's unit and and then vice versa where you know you're double teaming on that same unit trying to wipe them out because like that one german unit of mine that i ended up trying to run out to engage your one veteran oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it just it just got riddled like my mistake for 
I should have ran it to the building and hunkered yeah. down and just, you know, dealt you with you from there. But my whole thing was them is I wanted to actually assault you to show you the assault, assaulting, right? Like the, the close combat fighting. I wanted to show you that, but instead they got gunned down and, um, it yeah, was like was too their, scared. Their NCO was like left on the board until finally he got pegged off, right? But um, I think the bazooka killed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it, took it was shot overkill. Just, you know, paste. But uh, going through it though, like, yeah, even the map that we were playing on, like the, the way I had it kind of set up with the factory and the fences and stuff, you can even see like even the light cover was just a big it, bonus to you, right? Yeah, it, so, it does a lot of, uh, it does a lot. Like, cover is very interactive. I, I mm -hmm. found probably that to be one of the most surprising things, you know, first looking at the boards, and it's like, okay, like, there's not a whole lot here, especially, like, compared to some of the other games we've played. But once you actually start, you know, rolling the dice and seeing how everything interacts, I was like, oh, okay, well, actually, yeah, they, those tables were actually really good. Yeah, and it's... um the whole thing too is like you know with bolt action it's not necessarily going to be um each side is mirrored like how yeah. we've seen in the past because there's mm -hmm. there's always anytime i play bolt action or set up a table i always try to put a theme to the table right be it you know in france and fighting through the bocage or you're assaulting a, a factory like you were doing in this last one we had the last game you yeah. know or you're fighting fighting in the the little town of france or belgium or something and there's all these like little condos and littered with streets and trees and there's always a little bit of a story to your games right and it, it makes it super interesting for maneuvering line of sight uh you know the usage of cover uh, yep. maneuverability all, all that stuff right so it's it's definitely different and, it, and for me it took a little bit of time to get used to maybe first five games um just trying to hunker down and, and figure out you know the terrain and the cover and, and especially with like dense terrain where you're so used to like going down to the model level looking oh i can see through those trees i can see the nope you're completely yeah. covered you're completely obscured oh that's right it's dense terrain right so um it's yeah it, it's it's definitely different um i'm super glad that you were actually quite enjoying it um so it's fun to see the new player you know getting super involved with the game and like figuring things out because i noticed like even in the first game that we played you know yeah. the f first two turns was kind of like you know you're doing your thing and then just kind of teach you a little bit about this and that and then like third fourth turn it was like you're in the groove already you know you already kind of figured stuff out and know what to do just just from being experienced in other games so um pretty neat in that aspect and then of course dan showed up and was checking things out and it even seemed like he was really curious i saw he was peeking <laughs> he was peeking so, so. And if you're listening, Dan, I have multiple armies for you to choose from to play if you want. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. Check it out. It's it's definitely uh, it it was a lot of fun to uh, play. I, I even in the second game, like with the army I took, mm -hmm. uh, Bonko's bastards. 
I uh... okay, that, okay, that is okay. We're writing that one down. <laughs> it, uh, you know, I thought it was being real sly by taking, you know, my two medium machine gun teams and making them vets. And then I know after the game talking with you, I was like, it's kind of pointless because, you know, as soon as you lose one guy, your small team, anyways. And okay, yeah, you you know would normally have sixes, I guess, but is it really worth the extra points? And I know we were kind of talking about, mm-hmm. you know, I, I felt like you know what, it's probably not worth making them bets. It's probably worth focusing on either infantry squads, like the big, the big, the uh, larger squads, or at least maxing them out to full strength. Yeah, yeah, no, there's so. and 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 it's an ongoing thing with MMG teams. I've heard a lot and I've, I've read a lot of guys talking about them, how, and even at the shop, you know, they're like, ah, they're not really kind of worth, they're not really worth it. You know, um, they, they're another slot to take, mm-hmm. which, you know, some armies you can take multiples, like my German army right now can take two as well. Um, our last game, they, one of them didn't really do anything. And the other one, you know, peppered a squad for a little bit, but then got taken out. Right. So, yeah. Um, hit or miss. I mean, I, I like them just for the thematic part of, you know, uh, cutting, oh, yeah. cutting lines off. And I think that's what they're meant. They're, they are meant for that is cutting some lanes off or putting them in overwatch. You know, yeah. as soon as that, as soon as your dude goes out in the open, like your opponent goes out in the open and he's in your line of fire, you trigger that it's overwatch over. or the ambush, I should say. Um, and you just open fire, right? So yeah, there's that, um, but overall, like, and there's there's other units that you haven't even came across yet, right? Or tried? No. Like, I know you're talking about a flamer team now, right? Yeah. And you were talking about your engineers. Yeah, I was looking at running just a flamethrower squad, and then obviously with some of the different uh, theaters that I was looking at, I was like, well, you know what? It might be more beneficial to actually just take an engineer squad and run them run the flamers in that squad and actually have a little bit more versatility on the board. And I know we kind of talked a little bit about that mm-hmm. on how it was kind of, you know, maybe not a bad idea to explore just because, yeah, it's, it saves me from having to switch back and forth. Like I think the main two I was looking at is avalanche and Husky. And basically one lets you take the bazooka sniper and one lets you take a bazooka flamer. But at least if I can take, you know, the engineers, I can have the best of both worlds in one army. Yeah. So it was definitely um, nice to kind of look and read into and kind of make my decision on, well, you know what? I, I think a engineer squad would be a lot of fun considering, you know, they can have double bars and SMG, the flamer getting transported around in that half track M3 would be probably uh, quite a nice thing to have. So. Yeah, and it, and and that's the other thing too is you know uh, you put that in that transport and they're bombing around doing their business, but at the same time they're they're manning guns on that M3, right? So yeah, and that thing, man, that thing's got a ton of machine guns. On so it. so you know you not taking a machine gun team now you kind of have a mobile platform with machine guns. Yeah. Right. So it's. Uh, it, it really gets you thinking with units and the, some of the combinations you can do because nice thing about the transports is it just doesn't carry one unit. It's, it's based on models. Yeah. And that, that blows my mind. Um, 
I'm coming from, you know, game systems where you can have a character, throw many squad, and that's it. That's the only thing that can join, like a go into a transport and hearing like you can take multiple is just it's crazy. Yeah, well, I know Dusty on one of the episodes he was here with his uh, uh, U.S. Marine Force. He's got the uh, LVT Buffaloes, and they carry thirty models. That's he, insane. He deployed like five squads. Yeah. You know, I was just like, "Oh, does this thing is this is it empty?" Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, so but there's a different things like that in the game compared to other games. Um, you know, it makes it fairly interesting and, and kind of eye openers to people. And then, of course, um, you know, people will actually come in and figure different things out, too, in the game and some new combos and this and that. But the best thing about it, like yourself going with engineers, it ends up giving your army aesthetically, you know, um, a specialized unit that fits with your army. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm taking all these infantry and I'm taking this giant giant dragon to go with it from something else. No, yeah. it's, they're, you know, another part of the division. They're engineers. They're accompanying, you know, with this regiment. So uh, it's a cool thing to see that, uh, a little bit of flavor within the army, within the theater that you're playing, right? So, Well, that's, it's kind of been the main focus. Like, starting out, I really, okay, historical gaming, try to really pick an era so my whole thing is mid-war yeah. um you know and i i pretty much went okay i'm gonna go 1943 that's kind of my era that's that's the weapons i want to use that's kind of where i want to be sitting um in terms of technology just so it, it gives my army that that flavor and that feel so you know i i actually did a little bit of reading online and read inside the american rule book to see what i actually had access to and you know it's even with the uh anti-tank gun right did some research oh and 42 at the end they actually decided to move away from the smaller caliber and right in the beginning of 43 they actually moved up to that 57 millimeter and just little things like that right i've been really trying to stay true to the to the fluff i guess for lack yeah, of a better the, word right the history yeah 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 and uh it, it's been it's been fun actually be you know, because I can actually justify this is this is where my army's at. This is that snapshot in time where mm -hmm. I'm I'm fighting, right? And uh, again, you know, Bonko's bastards are going after some krauts, and we're gonna get them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's it's always nice to be able to do that with this game. That's the beauty of it. Um, so, but like going forward with with the game here um a couple things to like you know things that you liked about this system you know being it you know the the order dice drawing you know makes it really interesting or um the actual like to hit modifiers you know yeah do you think it's like pretty simplified or is it gets a little could get a little confusing sometimes you know terrain like compared to other gaming systems you know, how would you kind of rate it as in like, is it complicated to kind of understand or is it, is it pretty straightforward? You know, um, obviously how, how easily it was for you to, to just figure it out. Right. 
Yeah, it, I, I'd say in terms of like comparing it to all the other games, like you know, we've played collectively, it's not the easiest game, but it's not the hardest. It's probably moderate, like in the middle of the pack, okay. just because of modifiers, right? Um, the modifiers can be a little tricky in the beginning, um, yeah. but you know, once you once you kind of start rolling through and playing, it, it does get a lot easier. And obviously, the more games you play, the easier it's going to get for sure. Um, the terrain modifiers still trip me up a little bit, but again, you know, I, I've got two games under my belt, so mm -hmm. be uh, be gentle, guys. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but for the most part, it, it's it's fairly straightforward. I think um, the orders and like just the actual like shooting mechanics of you know moving, adv advancing, stuff like that. That I actually don't mind at all. I think that's that's pretty easy, and the dice are actually helpful to have because um, it does let you know where everything has been and lets you know what's actually moved. At first, I was kind of like, "This is kind of, you know, kind of weird leaving the dice there." I'm like, "Is it really necessary?" But uh, yeah, it is because <laughs> you know you've got ten, eleven dice yourself. Your opponent's got a lot. There's a lot of action happening on that table, and having the dice there to see. Um, what's activated and what's done what it actually does help quite a bit so yeah especially when you're doing the modifiers because like the down oh, yeah. right and then or yeah and on top of that too you know looking across the field and looking at your opponent's units and seeing what is activated and what order that has been given to them yeah you start to look okay well these guys did a, an advance order so they can't go down I'm going to open up on these guys, right? Yeah, exactly. That kind of thing, you know. So it, it definitely, it's it's good to be very observant with kind of the dice on the board and, and what's happened already and, and what can still activate and just position. It's like you said, you're, you're, it's like chess or it's like pool, you know, you're planning your next shot. You're, yeah. line, you're lining up your forces, you know, you're, you're, taking your, your uh, knight to take out that rook or whatever right you know that's the kind of thing with the war game is just with, with bolt action is, is you're definitely setting up your next move in a sense right you are for sure and it, it definitely after even just the, yeah these two rounds that I've played I, I can see the value of really kind of planning it out as you go of where you want to be like i know when we talked a little bit you know you're like yeah you're pretty aggressive with that sherman man and i was like well i just <laughs> i'm just trying to drive that sherman up and i won't lie yeah i it's one game where i've just been like you know what i'm going in that sherman's just rolling up forward and to the point where i was blocking off a machine gun team of andes that was in a building and knowing that i'm practically immune to it where i'm just sitting there and just opening up on a bunch of his buddies kind of across the field while staying out of line of sight of that dirty old stug and i was like this is this is a good place to be i like it mm -hmm. you know it uh it, it was fun though like being able to kind of um bully my way around with that tank especially watching what happened to it on my first game i i, I knew a little better now yeah, you uh, uh, you definitely stayed away from the flamer team. Yep. So, yep. Um, so yeah, obviously, like first your first match obviously wasn't 
quite sure how effective a flamer team could be. And and like no. your first match, you pushed in hard. Like you, oh yeah, you annihilated that infantry squad of mine on the far flank. Like caught out in the open, trying to get in the cover. I had to go down like multiple turns, had multiple pins, couldn't do anything to relieve any pressure because my other units were getting slammed as well. And um, yeah, your second match, you know, I noticed it was like okay, he's. He's learning. He's using cover. He's using cover a lot more now, and he's keeping that tank in a good position where he's, you know, um, firing, putting a lot of suppressive fire on a unit with those machine guns instead of using his cannon. And at the same time, he's using the building for hard cover, right? Because I was only able to see partially your tank. Yeah. And uh, it worked well. Uh, you know, my my flamethrower team was just going through dense terrain. It was a little bit too slow to get to where he needed. And if he went out in the open, he would have been taken out instantly. So Yeah. Well, there was a turn where I know you did move up a decent amount, and I just backed up. I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be anywhere close because, so, yeah, I knew what happened last time. Yeah, see, and that, like, that army of mine um, didn't, really have an answer to a four long range anti-tank um mm -hmm. like the stug i took it actually only had a light howitzer so that frontal attack on you wouldn't have worked for me and the only way it would have worked for me is if i did an indirect shot with it which yeah. i was too close anyways and or i got a flank shot on you which obviously wasn't happening so that was uh, another part too, right? I uh, I made sure I was keeping my my hatch closed, uh -huh. kind of limiting my pinto mount firing, just because you never know. <laughs> I think I hit you with the mortar. You did. Yeah, I did. It was it was the six effect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hit you with the mortar, and then literally I needed another six, right? But yeah, I didn't score the hit. It was just kind of a flashback of one of my early day games against uh, Jordan there with a heavy mortar team but uh, that's a different story for another time <laughs> but um yeah it's just there's little things like that you start learning and you realize okay cool i can use these two for full effect but my opponent actually has some heavy guns that can really hurt me if i do this yeah so no that's good that's good that's good to hear that you're kind of analyzed and, and looked and like kind of plan the game out right so um but yeah like here's the thing too is i noticed when you did you know you had your first army yeah and then compared to your second army you did some little changes right yep oh so, definitely um you know going through that like initially going through because i know i know yourself and i know brady were sending me tons of, of different armies, right? Because you guys are both playing Americans. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, going through that process, not really knowing how the game plays, you know, you're just using your guys' experience of previous games to kind of build units. And, like, you're so used to building an army with full squads. Yeah. Right? Whereas this... Your squad does not have to be full, right? So, like, 
you know go through the go through the whole the whole idea of like when you're starting to build an army and kind of what you're thinking about as you're doing it you know well i know the first first game i i played i only had the two infantry squads and after you know playing that game against you i was like okay infantry is really good and i should probably take more um which was one of my main uh, i guess objectives for the second game because second game i ended up taking three squads which felt a lot better um all my all my squads they start off with the best intentions full full strength ready to roll and you know kit it out nice although you know um mid-war so i'm only rocking one bar i'm only got the one nco with an smg um from there though as i start to add a bunch of these different units into my army and start you know making oh okay i'm gonna make this guy a vet and i'm gonna do this and i'm like oh god i'm over by like 48 points hmm and then i'm like well i'll just start cutting infantry from the squads and like i was i was running nine man squads uh in the second game yeah and that was kind of all i could really take just because yeah i, I was really trying to scrimp on points and i i can see where it can be quite a double-edged sword right having the smaller squad is nice but at the same time you take too many of those kind of hits or you get hit by that machine gun team or a mortar and it's like oh that squad's kind of useless now so it was it was kind of it's been a balancing act and i'm still kind of you know trying to figure out the best number and also like i i see the i saw the effect of having a, a full squad or full strength squad and that was that was pretty sweet i admit i was like hmm, you know this is something i really would like to strive to get because uh yeah it's just definitely feels good board presence wise and also being able to get any of the uh longevity throughout the game yeah oh, for sure so um it, it's it's basically yeah it's been an experiment of what's kind of been working for me so far but yeah so far so good now you know since i've we played the second game now i'm looking at okay you know what two two full regular um u.s infantry squads and now okay you know what maybe i'll take a an engineer squad start kind of mixing up the troops a little bit see if i can uh max out some max out some advantages right to running yeah a particular theater and yeah. still getting all the options different loadouts and stuff too on those squads right like yeah majority of the infantry will be very very similar there might be even and this goes across a lot of uh the army books you know they're very very similar they're their uh, morale is different or you know some of their options are slightly different where they can have you know two machine light machine guns or yeah. up to four guys can have submachine guns you know stuff like that but ultimately you're going to you know uh play with and choose kind of the ones that you really like so um i know it's the same thing for my germans i was i was looking at i was like oh i have a pioneer squad which is equivalent to your engineer squad yeah and um it, it's funny looking at putting them into the army and and maybe putting them in a transporter a half track kind of thing too right or i just throw them on foot and run them because they same thing they get a flamethrower in their squad right so yeah stuff like that um you'll find you know like 
just these two games that you've been playing you've played like i already know and and i'll let you talk about it but i already know kind of what units you're liking right oh yeah you know but um like out of your army that you played with and the units like which units were the ones like your favorites like they they operated well and they were used well and and what did you like about them kind of thing my like my top picks for sure um my number one has to be that dirty old sherman (laughs) so that m4a1 is just a beast um but it's funny because the Sherman, as awesome as it is, having the gun coaxial everything, I think I've only fired that cannon once. Yeah, it's it's been a machine gun whore. It that's pretty much what it does, and <laughs> I've been enjoying it because I like it throwing out a lot of dice, and it it does its job well. It's just suppress fire, keep guys hunkered down. Um, keeping on with that theme is my MMG teams. They've they've been a lot of fun to play. Oh, definitely. Um, they're yeah, they're they are, they're doing what I've wanted. Like they're doing what I want them to do. They they do what they say on the box, right? Is just yeah, throw a lot of firepower out, and uh, they have good range for what they do. Um, and then yeah, from there, just even the basic infantry squads, I I've actually really liked they. They seem to be all around pretty good. Um, the bar is really nice. Uh, the just the extra dice, right? The SMG, it's good, but I found like I'm kind of torn, right? Like at those longer range, I guess engagements, a rifle would be so much better. Majority yeah, and, of the time, and see, they're they're so the rifle would be so much better, especially with. The fact that you don't, um, you know, get hit with the minus one for move for advancing, right? Right. Yeah. Um, the one and the one thing I wanted to do, I was trying to do it, but I got gunned down. Was to get into assault with you with at least, you know, uh, maybe a half strength squad to show you combat because you haven't seen the the SMG guy. He's let it rip. Well, he's 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 got the because he has an assault weapon, I believe the SMG he gains tough fighter which in close combat if he causes a wound he gets to roll again to cause another wound right because in close combat there is really no uh unlike like warhammer where you're rolling to hit then you're rolling to wound and then you're rolling the saves if you get any in bolt action it's literally you have five guys and then depending on weapons, uh, if you're or if you have tough fighter, you're rolling just those dice to to try to kill the other guy. You need to be, beat his uh, pretty much his toughness, right? Yeah. And and they die. And then pretty much what happens is whoever got the most casualties in the in that round of combat wins, and the opponent is wiped out. That's it. There's no constant combat. There are things like, you know, being fanatics where you don't route and you fight to the end kind of thing. But, um, yeah, like SMG has its place uh, for the Americans because of their national rule, you know. Um, it's a little tricky. 
but I always suggest still having at least one. Mm-hmm. Just for that simple fact, if you do get into combat. So, but, um, and they get two shots at their, their range too. So, pretty decent. Yeah. One, once I've, you know, closed range with that squad, the SMG definitely, you know, does its thing. It's just, yeah, those initial few long range bouts where I'm advancing and firing off the bar and the rifles because I, I do get, you know, the America rules <laughs> where they can do that it it just yeah it seems it's like hmm, you know like who knows it, it might even evolve to the point where it's like you know what i'll take one squad with a nco that has a smg and maybe the other one's just kind of hanging back and just mm-hmm. fire away right it that extra shot man it, it an extra dice does a lot especially uh especially in that game you know, especially when you're just trying to roll dice and get as many hits as you can, and you're really trying to maximize as many hits as possible. Oh, for sure. And even so. even the fact, too, like I noticed you were uh, definitely doing you men snap to action. A yeah. Few, a few oh, times, yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. No, that, that's, that reminds me. Thank you. Um, the lieutenant definitely is pretty sweet um a first lieutenant all the way i think they're super (laughs) worth their points like for what he was doing and that squad where it's like yeah i can activate two squads and get them to do whatever they want to do that was huge and i i really think it's uh i think once i get some of the mechanics down more i'll really start to walk away with that a bit because i think the biggest takeaway for me is placement I still think kind of my placement might be a little bit wonky or deployment, but once I kind of got that down, I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun because there's so much you can do with that army. Oh, for sure. For sure. And you know, there's the other nations uh, armies, they have some different stuff for that too, for like the HQ, like everybody yeah. gets a commander and stuff. Right. But, uh, the Germans, you know, they get the extra dice on top of that. And um, whereas, like, the Soviets, in combination with, you know, their commissars and their commanders, there's a lot of, there's some re-rolling of, like, failed morales, obviously, by executing a guy. But they have different things. Like, the the Japanese have a very similar thing as well as a commissar. Um, I think it's a political officer. But just stuff like that, and then playing and placement playing them properly and, and that placement of them and in combination with other abilities from in your army you'll start to notice like okay these guys they need to stick around with with them they need to be over here yeah. you know oh these guys are having real trouble uh, trouble with morale because prep bombardment hit them or something right stuff like that you know, yeah, I, I like prep bombardment. That's pretty legit. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially when you get to roll roll lots of dice and roll better than the opponent. That's fun. It uh, <laughs> that is yeah, that is one of the can be most satisfying and at the same time, you know, most disgusted role in the games. Oh yeah, well <laughs> after times... that's. That uh, second game, man, I wanted to light a cigarette after. 
<laughs> so I was like, oh, that was good for me. I hope it was good for you. Yeah, there's been uh, there's been matches <laughs> where I've lost my commander, or um, they've landed a hit on my tank and taken it out of the game. Right yeah, that could be that which, could be nasty. It sucks, but you know what? You continue playing and you you just you fight it out, and it tends to be a good fight regardless, right? So, yeah, a bit of a bit of a random thing, um, especially do with like the missions too, right? Like, yeah, you have pretty much attacker defender scenarios, and you also have like battle scenarios. So, and you've done two of the mission, even though I kind of botched the second one a little bit. Um, you've got that's okay <laughs> you got two of the missions played out and you can see how different they were already and you know there's 10 more missions and the nice thing now is like come this um when we play again on the next night here um i'm going to try to pair you up against somebody else yeah and maybe somebody who's not playing germans right Hopefully there's another Axis player, but if not, we can do do whatever, right? Pick up game. Just to show you kind of um, the different army, the different little abilities that they have and, and the way guys play them and stuff, right? So it'll be good. It'll be good for that, good experience. And then, of course, you'll definitely learn stuff from the other player as well. So um, it's Oh, good. for sure. It's I'm definitely looking forward to... Uh... Yeah, kind of, you know, mingling in the community and uh, checking it out. I know myself, I, I'm playing very generic Canadian or Canadians, Americans. Um, I'm not I'm not rocking Airborne. I'm not rocking Rangers. I'm not doing Marines. I'm just playing Jane. The Army. GI. Yeah, yeah. the Army. And uh, it, it's nice because the way I'm trying to not only paint but the way i'm trying to do the bases is i'm trying to do very generic where i can be like is it normandy could i be in the pacific like can i jump from different theaters just so i have something all around mm -hmm. um that part's nice as well uh one thing i wanted to mention um in terms of just uh like the game system I, that i found actually very interesting and when we were talking about combat you kind of spiked it is the no saves is so different from <laughs> any other game and it's just like yeah okay those guys die i mean what do you mean they die they just die i'm like oh, okay it felt so weird just to pull my guys off or like the exceptional exceptional damage is like oh so yes. yeah i sniped that i'm sniping your nco and i'm like oh that's what the hell right like it's just i'm so used to being able to like look out sir is there a role no man he's he's dead i'm like oh <laughs> it's it's it, it is interesting how how that mechanic itself even works it, it's kind of cool like yeah it's just yeah you're dead that's it it just happens they've put in some thought for sure to the game to make it like you know there's an artillery strike there's no save you're no you're getting blasted to bits like yeah it's going and, down and, and that's what happens right like that's that was part of it they've, they've kind of captured that with not having the saves but They've also captured the fact that, yeah, you know what? Units jumped from cover to cover. They held positions like in real war. 
And mm -hmm. on top of that, there's, you know, units sometimes got caught off guard or, or they took that risk trying to go into the open to get into in an advancing sector. And you see it in game. Like if that unit gets caught in the middle or out in the open. Oh yeah. More than likely they're toast. Right. Yeah. So it's going down. So they, they definitely did a really good job on the game. I've, you know, I've been playing it for like the last three years now and just uh, honestly, it's, it's kind of like one of my top games. Right. Um, I fell in love with it and just like became a fanatic for it and uh, just love the game to death. I'm, I'm super stoked that, you know, my best buddy has gotten into the game and hopefully some of the other buddies might check it out. Even, yeah, if they want, I, even if they want to borrow models and just play, they don't have to even buy because I got I everything. Think, <laughs> I think Dan's on the fence, man. I think you just got to push him <laughs> a little bit and he's there. Just bonsai charge him, eh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, like the community has been really, really super awesome. Um, World War Games has been pretty good to me. Um, got to know a couple of the guys for them as well. And uh, just having some good times. Um, definitely excited to possibly, you know, in the future here, when, I don't know. But when we start rolling events out. So soon. You know. Yeah. So soon. Hopefully having, having um, some bolt action events for the community to give back to them too. And just let's go out and have, you know, a full day of just fun gaming. Let's play the story out, you know, um, stuff like that. And even even like Tank War, which I haven't even really mentioned too much to you about. But there is a section where, you know, if you want to play tanks, just pick up that book and... and you can play tanks you know and uh the nice thing about it is any models you have right now even infantry because there is infantry in tank war yeah you you can use it all it's all there right so the game has been really good it's it's pretty nice um even building your armies like they have a lot of ways of, of going around that and i know yourself bill like you know um you built a few of the kits you've actually it's funny you actually had the experience of a old kit compared to a yeah. new uh, version kit yeah so the what i'm gonna call is the bullshit kit because <laughs> <laughs> i so when i started putting together these old u.s infantry yeah and i was like this is like this is insane. I got to cut the guns out, position them in the hands, glue the arms like to the body. I'm like, this is just whack. Like I was actually getting a little bit pissed off because some of these <laughs> guns just, I was like, how, how like this gun will not line up. This is just, just junk. I was just like, Oh, you know, and I've been modeling for 25 <laughs> years and it was, it was frustrating me. I was like, this is crazy. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to get into the box. And I got a new, like an updated box. And I'm like, oh, what the hell? I was like, this is nothing. Like, I think one squad of 10 of the old guys took me like three days to build. And a squad of the new, like, version of the kit, it was done in a night. Yeah. And I was like, this, you know, this is why they swat. Because this was not cool. And these are great. <laughs> the bar bigger, the just 
the yeah. kit itself is better. It and, looked better. And I know in one of my uh, unboxings, I actually, um, I actually point that out, and I show a pretty good close up of the weaponry and the new sprue and stuff. So, um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of the. I know a lot of the German kits are like the new kit for the Americans. Thank God. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I when not unfortunately, I should say, um, but when I first started, because I picked the Soviets as my first army, so the Soviets are the old style, right? So it uh, you can definitely tell, especially when you're putting the arms and the and the, and the guns together. If you yeah. don't, if you don't follow their little pamphlet you're going to have a hell of a time. Oh yeah. Well that too. Right. I, I didn't even look at the instructions on the thing. I was like instructions. I I chucked that box and I started (laughs) building just from scratch. And I was like, Oh, sweet baby Jesus. So I was like, mistakes, (laughs) mistakes were made. It was, yeah, it was brutal. Although I learned a lot um, from building that army. I'm proud to say that my bolt action army has zero pewter. Mm-hmm. zero and how can this be you ask well um i am resourceful with plastic <laughs> because i am a 90s gw kid and uh, i've played the peter game and i was like no no more i'm not going back so I, I i converted basically everything in my army from those infantry kits um and luckily, uh, from some of the Tamiya tanks that I was able to buy, they came with some spare um, machine gun uh, bits for the vehicles and stuff. Yeah. And that's what I was able to actually make my my machine gun teams out of. And uh, I'll have to, if you check out the Instagram and stuff, you'll see pictures. Like, I, I kind of went a little hardcore. I, I, like, scratch built, you know, my observer. He's got little binoculars with wire little brass wire kind of around his neck and uh he's got a guy calling in like his pretty much the radio man and i ended up taking the grease gun um bits and chopping just the little bulbs off the front of the grease gun to make the phone like he's yelling to the radio yeah Yeah. right and uh i know a lot of guys kind of enjoyed looking at that stuff um when i was posting it on some of the pages (laughs) And but that that was my thing. Like even my flamer scratch built, mind you, you know, it's not just a pipe with a you know flame coming out the end. Although that's kind of what they had. I I just I really yeah, wanted to have that muzzle. Like that. The Germans are oh. like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I really wanted to have a muzzle. So you know, I used a, a little forty k bit and whittled it down. And it's a little futuristic, but um, yeah, it's good enough for me. You know, like I I, I like the look of it. So um. It is cool having an army that's all converted, all plastic, and just running around. Um, I currently only have my two Tamiya tanks, but I am getting that Warlord uh, half-track. So I think that'll be a cool addition as well. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've I've enjoyed the process so far. Uh, just I just don't want to go back to that old kit because that gave me nightmares. <laughs> And, uh, and like the the game itself, like the, getting an army itself is relatively inexpensive, right? So it um, is actually surprisingly yeah. enough. Like in terms of buying in for like a tabletop war game, 
and I, like I'm comparing it to GW stuff because that's what I know. I would say it's probably a third of the price. Yeah. To get in, like realistically, you drop two hundred and fifty bucks and you're in. You're playing. Oh, and for sure. like the box sets that they offer online are really good. Uh, I, I know I was pretty tempted by some of them. I was like, oh man, like. But I just just starting in, obviously, you know, I wanted to dip the toe in. I didn't want to go too crazy and be like, wow, I've got, you know, like 5,000 points of Americans and I don't even know if I like this game. I just, I really wanted to start slow and I'm glad I did because, you know, I, I didn't spend a lot. But at the same time, now that I've played, I actually do enjoy it. So I can definitely say, yeah, if, if you're liking the game, and you're wanting to expand, I would definitely look at those box set armies because they are pretty sweet. Yeah, they're they're a good start. And I always I always pitch that to the new guys who come in. And, uh, you know, I, I tell them straight up, like, you get enough in that box set to start your army off, and it gives you a good variety of units to play around with. And then from this infantry box set that you get, you can build these additional units. Your commander, Absolutely. your sniper, your bazooka team—you know stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, so ultimately, yeah, they've they've done pretty good with it, and then they've also like they've actually combined the command sections. So you know your commander, your medic, maybe a machine gun team, mortar team, and then like um, observer maybe is in there. They used to sell those separately, but now they've combined it, and there's a bit of a savings on it. So it's always a good good way to look at stuff to resource stuff out too so um but overall yeah like i don't know it, to me it's been just amazing the last few years i'm pretty yeah. happy i got into it so I'm, I'm just happy and excited to see a whole bunch of buddies getting into it and getting back to gaming and uh can't wait to see the results of future games that mr bill will have oh so. yes <laughs> But yeah, I guess um, going forward, I guess with us playing, and we'll have more games to come, and uh, hopefully we'll get some some good, decent pictures of them. Yeah. And uh, I guess pretty much your next plans for your army would be, uh, I guess, just painting them up and yeah, your, that's your tanks and stuff, right? So yeah, that's kind of the main goal for me. Uh, September is going to be that sweet, sweet bolt action month. Um, nice. I'll be on days and then transitioning over to my afternoon shift where I get most of my hobby time done. And yeah, my goal is to get as much of my bolt action fully painted as possible. Nice. So the next time I come back to the, to the, you know, the front, I've got a force that's like, Oh shit, look at this. It's all painted up and <laughs> ready to go. And it's like, Oh yeah. Well, I'm so. sure you'll get some attention with your, the way you painted up your Sherman and some of your infantry already. So it's good. That's good. That's awesome to hear. And uh, yeah, with that, well, thanks everybody for, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, you'll, I'm sure you'll be having Bill on here a lot more as well now because he's playing. So oh, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun times, good laughs and just, uh yeah stuff that we come across and learn and whatnot definitely in the action world definitely. so uh don't forget to check out our facebook or instagram if you're on you know Podbean, you're obviously listening to us and stuff too 
um, and a couple of the other platforms that we're on. Um, but yeah, we'll continuously have, you know, episodes and uh, lots of pictures on Instagram all the time on what we're working on. And then uh, I think we've pretty much got um, a little bit of a painting challenge coming up soon enough for yeah. September, I believe. Um, still uh, ironing out some of the details of what I'm going to paint. I know Bill's already mentioned pretty much what he's going to paint. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, thanks for, for tuning in and joining us, and we will catch you next time. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.